not going to say his name. I am not going to say George Santos's name. This is a George Santos free zone. This entire newscast, I am not going to mention George Santos's name. You're all sick of hearing about him, and I am not going to talk about George Santos. All right, I actually just uh, said his name like 10 times. I guess I lied. Donald Trump, speaking of liars, Donald Trump, what is this man thinking? He's got so much going on inside that head of his. And how does he keep it all together? How does he maintain with these never-ending lawsuits and investigations, Fannie Willis, the Fulton County district attorney is in his face down in Georgia. She could indict him any day now for that, that phone call he made to Raffsenberger, the top election official in Georgia. Remember that phone call where Trump tried to overturn the 2020 election? He could get indicted for that. And now, even worse, he's been accused of cheating at golf. Trump. Trump is claiming to have won the senior club championship at Trump International Golf Club in West Palm Beach last week, despite missing the first round of the tournament. And that was verified by everybody who was there. They all say he cheated. They said he wasn't there for the first round. The man cheats at golf. And if Donald Trump cheats at golf, it begs the question, what else could he be cheating at? I was just about to lose faith in this man. I thought, I cannot vote for somebody who cheats at golf. And then I realized, I found out why he wasn't physically there for the golf tournament. He couldn't make it. He was too busy. And this is true. He was attending the funeral of a close friend, Diamond, of Diamond and Silk. She passed away, and there was no way he was going to miss sending her off because nobody loves a black funeral more than Donald Trump. You cannot keep him away from a black funeral. So you're going to punish this man for missing the first round of a golf tournament, for doing the righteous thing and showing up at Diamond's funeral? How dare you? How dare you? He won that tournament. He won, the first round doesn't count. He was at Diamond's funeral. Look at this beatific smile on his face as he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. But he's at a he's at a black woman's funeral. He's just soaking it all in. He he's got Ron DeSantis and Merrick Garland breathing down his neck. But Donald Trump, he's a multitasker. He can sit back and enjoy some gospel, some blues, some soul-wrenching music that, that he could only get by attending Diamond's funeral. Oh, I won't complain. God show not been good to me. Wow. Such a beatific smile on the man. You ever wonder what this great mind is thinking? You ever wonder what, what he's thinking? You know, he's missing the first round of that golf tournament back in Florida. Well, you know, let's concentrate really hard and try, to, if we all do this together, we can divine 
what Donald Trump is actually thinking. Let's, let's just work really hard here and see if we can figure. Let's watch again and work really hard to, to see what's in that mind. to me I can't, I can't stop sharding. I don't know what that means, but he's thinking during uh, Diamond's funeral sitting next to to Silk, he's thinking I can't stop sharding. I don't know what sharding means, but that's what he can't stop doing. Good for him. Well, Mike Pence came forward this week to admit that he too had some classified material in his home. And that's how you look presidential these days. You know, that's the first sign that he's that he's going to run is admitting that he has classified material in his home. You want to look presidential. That's what you say. Uh, he said, uh, I have stuff in my garage that is top secret. Why do I have the sneaking suspicion that Mike Pence's top secret material is a pile of male bodybuilding magazines? Why do I think that? Well, <laughs> I think he, I think Mike Pence, the only top secret material he has is uh, bodybuilding, male bodybuilding magazines. Back in November of 2022, after the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago to retrieve the classified documents that Donald Trump refused to turn over, Mike Pence gave an interview with David Mirror from ABC News, and he was asked, Did you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. Um. I did not. And then he kind of shakes his head up and down as though he's saying, Yes, <laughs> I did. He's so deeply religious that the man can't lie. Watch. Did you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. Um. See, it's it's like the time Mike Pence met Lance Bass. His mouth says no, 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 but his eyes say yes, yes, yes. I, I, I did not. And um. the, yeah, the head just shaking up and down. He's saying yes. Uh, do you hate Donald Trump for trying to kill you? I, I, I did not. I did not hate him. And I'm shaking. Uh, yeah, he's just but he's nodding his head. Yes. Are, are you afraid of me, Mr. Trump? Hmm. See? Yes, you are. Do you have a life size Hugh Jackman? Do you have a Hugh, Hugh Jackman blow up doll? Yes, you're nodding feverishly. You're, you're very sick in the head, right? Right. You wake up every night, Mike Pence, covered in sweat and other bodily fluids because of dreams you have about Chris Pine. Right. You're dreaming about Chris Pine and you wake up with strange fluids all over you and it makes you feel dirty. Right. Because you're a dirty, dirty, dirty man who needs to be punished. Right. You want to be punished, Mike Pence, which is why you which is why you forgave Donald Trump for trying to hang you on January 6th, right? Because you're nasty and you want to get hung, right? 
Don't you, you dirty, filthy man? You hate your wife, Karen, don't you? You find her repulsive. Well, we all do. We find you and your wife and your brother, who's now representing Indiana and serving in Congress. We find him repulsive. We find everybody in the Pence family disgusting. Yes, yes. You look like a bobblehead, which is probably something you'd like somebody to give you. I think Mike Pence wants a little bobblehead. (laughs) All right, I'm David Feldman, and I guess this is the mop-up. Now, I got some exciting news. For those of you uh, watching my podcast, if you're watching this, you know that we provide closed captioning. But now, as an added benefit, we, we, we have Don Jr. over my shoulder signing for the hard of hearing. And so thank you, uh, thank you, Don Jr., for doing that. Let me remind my listeners to leave a comment down below. I read all the comments and try to respond to most, especially the ones that make me laugh. If you have any articles you want me to read, uh, put them in the comments section. I look at everything. Also, hit the like button, and don't forget to subscribe to this show. We're building a community of listeners, and so I invite you to come to office hours and meet other listeners, meet the people who listen to this show. We do office hours. Now, office hours has a new time. It's 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday. All you need is Zoom. So go to my website for the link. And you'll meet better people. It's free. You just need Zoom. We used to start at 8 p.m. Now, for our European friends, we're starting at 6. And so from 6 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern, Friday night, for the first half hour, I host. You can talk to me about whatever you want. And then uh, the community takes over. I come back at 8 p.m. Eastern to talk to the listeners until about 9.30. So go to my website, for the Zoom link, and while you're over there, sign up for my newsletter. If you subscribe to my newsletter, you'll you'll get the office hours Zoom link. It's contained within the uh, newsletter. Thank you, Don Jr., great job for signing for the hard of hearing. Yes, yes, that's right. And your fiance, Kimberly Gargoyle, called me this afternoon, and she, she told me she thinks you're half a man, and she said, that's why you go on safaris and kill innocent animals, because you're half a man. That's what your fiancé says. I don't, you know, yeah. And your father hates you. Um, he says you're stupid. Seriously, he, he, he says you're stupid, Don Jr. He really does. I've read several books, and he has told friends. Actually, you know this. He has said this in front of you. Seriously, he says he's sorry you got his name. You've heard him say that, right? Okay. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, Republican, issued a 15-day state of emergency down in Georgia and has ordered 1,000 National Guard troops to patrol the streets after months of protests against the construction of a police training center. And those protests uh, resulted in one officer wounded and the alleged assailant shot to death. The protests have been going on for months, 
as environmentalists object to trees being torn down to build the new Atlanta Public Safety Training Center, nicknamed Cop City. Last week, when police tried to clear out the protests, a uh, couple of masked activists set fire to a police car, and the police officer who was shot is expected to make a full recovery An investigation is now underway to determine whether or not the protester who was shot to death was, in fact, the one who fired a weapon at the police officer. You know, a burning cop car makes great visuals. There was one burning cop car down in Georgia, and it's just something that you can just run on a constant loop uh, if you're hosting a right-wing media outlet that needs to distract from all the mass shootings, right? There were these horrible mass shootings. There always are horrible mass shootings, but they were pretty bad this week. So the talking point came down. And to distract from all these mass shootings, just keep showing the police car on fire and blame it on Antifa completely misrepresent what's going on in Georgia. Create imaginary enemies. Lie. Talk about Antifa, which really doesn't exist. Is anyone going to ask what Antifa is? Who leads this group? How many more riots do they have to lead before the New York Times gets interested and does a five-part series on what is this? Who are these people? Who pays for this? Who is Antifa? He wants to know. That is Tucker Carlson exploiting and misrepresenting what's happening in Georgia with the fiery headline. You see the cop car burning and the headline is Antifa reactivated. That's the headline reactivated as in the NRA and gun manufacturers need a distraction. So reactivate Antifa. Tucker works for Fox News and it is the job. It is the job of a journalist, Fox News has journalists, right? It's the job of a journalist like Tucker Carlson to ask questions, and Tucker admits he isn't quite sure what Antifa is. So he's asking questions into the ether. He's not asking anybody these questions. He's just raising them. Where do they stay at night? What's their background? Give us some news on Antifa. Yes, give us some news on, on Antifa, uh, yes, he's desperate for news. He, he's actually on a news program, but he's desperate for news. Uh, well, Antifa has nothing to do with Georgia, but Tucker says, give us some news. He wants news on Antifa. There is no news, but he wants some. So make some up, Tucker. They're the biggest armed militia in the United States. They're the biggest armed militia in the United States. Isn't that great? He doesn't know anything about Antifa. Where do they stay? Who pays for them? Why isn't the New York Times covering them? But he knows that they're the biggest armed militia in the United States. You know, it would be nice if Tucker asked these questions of an, you know, an actual Antifa member You can't find one because there aren't any members of Antifa. But maybe you would like to ask an FBI agent who might have done some research on Antifa 
And I'll tell you about the FBI research, Tucker, in a second. There's some interesting news from Homeland Security about Antifa, uh, Tucker. Antifa doesn't exist, but, you know, you want news on it, so you make it up. You want the New York Times to do some reporting on something that doesn't exist. You know, you are a news organization, Tucker. You, you yourself could go out in the field and do some reporting on Antifa or the Loch Ness Monster. You're more likely to find the Loch Ness Monster than you would uh, somebody who runs uh, Antifa. But that's not what you do. You don't do reporting. You know, you just raise questions. You know, where, where does Antifa stay at night? What is their background? Give us some news on Antifa. It would be nice if you gave us some news. Uh, go on, Tucker. They're the biggest armed militia in the United States, and we know nothing about them. Why? Because they're aligned with the Democratic Party. We know nothing about this militia that is the largest armed militia in America because they're aligned with the Democratic Party. We know nothing about them, but you know that they're the biggest armed militia in America. A militia, see, now he's saying Antifa is an armed militia. And why would Tucker Carlson say that? Because we have a problem this week, this month, this decade with mass shootings. And his entire audience is pro-militia, right? They love guns. They're Republicans. And they need to justify stockpiling all those weapons. You need to justify selling all these weapons. So create an imaginary enemy. Antifa. And call them the most armed militia in America. Antifa is the most armed militia in America. And the people watching believe this crap. Again, I thought Tucker said there was no news. He doesn't know about Antifa. He knows nothing about Antifa, but he's, he, he knows that they're the most armed militia in, in America, and they're aligned with the Democratic party which wants an assault weapons ban how does this work they're the biggest armed militia in the united states okay they're the biggest militia in the united states go ahead but they're telling you the real threat is rural voters with ar-15s assault weapons okay so let me see if I understand this. The biggest armed militia in the United States is Antifa. They're aligned with the Democratic Party, the very same Democratic Party that wants an assault weapons ban. An armed militia is aligned with the Democrats, the one party that wants to get rid of their weapons. You know, I know Democrats don't know how to win, Tucker. I get that. But an armed militia that wants to disarm themselves, that's complete idiocy. But this complete idiocy makes perfect sense to Tucker's audience of mouth-breathing dullards who haven't gotten it up since the raid on Entebbe. Honestly, honestly, Tucker, you are just trying to distract from all these mass shootings and trying to portray the Democrats as the gun nuts because the blood is so clearly on the hands of the Republican Party, the NRA, and of course, Fox News. And now you're saying that the Democrats 
want to take guns away from the rural voters. It's the rural voters we want to take the guns away from. Uh, see, you can't tell the truth about anything, including the 44,000 Americans who die each year from guns. You will never say that the number one killer of guns, of children, is guns. The number one killer of children in America, Mr. Pro-Life, Mr. Anti-Abortion, the number one killer of children in America is not cancer or heart disease or car accidents. It is guns. But you're not going to say that. You're going to distract and, and you're going to say that Democrats... Want to round up guns from Republicans and give them to Antifa? Uh, You're 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 really uh, amazing. Go on. They're the biggest armed militia in the United States. Okay, I I know they're the biggest militia, uh, armed militia. So uh, I get it. The plan is only Democrats get to own guns. Such a fevered imagination uh, that your viewers take as gospel. They take as news. Uh, Many millions of people watch Tucker Carlson and they believe him because, you know, he looks, Fox News looks like a real news gathering operation. You know, this is true. Dominion Voting Machines is suing Fox for more than a billion dollars for defamation And under oath, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, they all admitted they don't believe any of this. They really don't. It's just a show. They basically said this is just a show. There's no way Tucker Carlson believes that Antifa is real. He does not believe the Democrats are trying to take away the guns of Republicans uh, and give those guns to Democrats. And that's why he cannot stop giggling. He can't believe he's getting away with this crap and getting paid so much. In his mind, he thinks it's satire, but his audience doesn't know it's satire. And whatever he's doing is fueling the entire Republican Party, whose leadership is even dumber than Fox viewers. And the leadership And the Republican Party believes this crap. And that's why it's funny, but it's why there's so many mass shootings, because Tucker's twaddle benefits the gun manufacturers. They want more guns sold. And Tucker is doing their bidding. When there is a spate of mass shootings, change the subject. Blame a riot in Georgia on Antifa. Do that. Change the subject and and take an organization that doesn't exist, Antifa, and turn it into a a boogeyman and and make your idiot listeners think that a non-existent organization is more dangerous than the NRA or the gun manufacturers or you or Fox News. The big lie, the big lie. Go on. Tucker with your show. That's what you say it is. It's not news. It's a show. Uh, Go on with your show and your big lie. Dr. Joseph Goebbels Goebbels would be so somebody corrected me on the pronunciation of Joseph Goebbels. I'll just say Dr. Frank Luntz. Same thing. 
Go on, uh, Tucker Carlson. You must disarm Republican voters. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> disarm. <laughs> disarm. A little Paul in there. Go ahead. Why don't you go ahead and disband Antifa? Go full Rico on them. Let's find out who their leaders are. Let's see them in jail. Full Rico. Okay, so that, what you're saying is Antifa, which doesn't exist, is a non-existent criminal organization. And you say, let's find out who their leaders are. You just said, let's find, well, don't you think you should know who their leaders are if you want to go full Rico? You know why you don't know who their leaders are, Tucker? Because there are no leaders. Before you say go full Rico on Antifa, don't you think you should do some research on Antifa first to make sure they're actually an organization that has a hierarchy? Don't you think you should try actual reporting? Up yours. Well, you do have a point. Uh, hey, I have some actual reporting that the FBI, it's reporting that uh, about the FBI and, and Homeland Security, uh, they have some things to say about Antifa and how it doesn't exist. Would, would you like to see these reports? <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I get it. I get it. Uh, you got to make money. So Tucker doesn't want to read the reports. Instead, he turned to a member of Congress who was just asked by Speaker McCarthy to sit on the House Homeland Security Committee. So he doesn't need to read reports. He's going to speak to an expert. He's going to get some real answers from someone who has the inside skinny on Antifa, a congressperson who sits on the House Homeland Security Committee. Introduce your guest. Marjorie Taylor Greene represents Georgia in the Congress. She joins us tonight. Great. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She's smart. You know, Jewish space lasers, COVID isn't real, vaccines are killing us. Up yours. What? What do you mean up yours? You, you admit you know nothing about Antifa, Tucker, other than it's the largest, <laughs> largest armed militia in America. I, I, go ahead, ask your question. There's so little you know about Antifa. Let's, let's find out. Ask your question. I'm just amazed by how little we know. There's this militia that kind of floats around America, and when needed, they show up and start burning buildings and flipping over police cars, and no one knows who they are or who's paying for this? How can that be? How can that be? How can that be? I just invented an organization that's the largest armed militia in America, and I just made up that they float around the country waiting to flip over police cars and cause riots. And I also made up that they're owned and operated by the Democratic Party that wants to take away weapons from Republicans and give them to Democrats. How can that be? The thing I just completely fabricated. How can that be? How can what I just made up, how can that be? Marjorie Taylor Greene, who Kevin McCarthy just put on the House Homeland Security Committee. How can that be? Well, we didn't get that. Yeah, let's try that again. Well, Tucker, you laid it out just perfectly. And I think, honestly, America is sick and tired of Antifa. <laughs> he laid it out perfectly. 
in in answer to your question, how can that be? He laid it out perfectly. And Americans, according to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, we are sick and tired of Antifa. I don't know what Antifa is. I've never seen Antifa. It's kind of like Tinkerbell. You have to you have to believe in Antifa. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, tell us who Antifa is because, as Tucker admits, there's so little we know about them other than they are the most heavily armed militia in America. Tell us, you know, we, we have questions, right? Tucker, ask a question. Where do they stay at night? What's their background? Give us some news on Antifa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us some news. Who are these people? Tucker knows nothing about, but went ahead and called it the largest armed militia. In America, what what do they stand for, Congresswoman? They go after people when they're not vaccinated and demand they get vaccinated. Ah, I didn't know that. See, she sits on the Homeland Security uh, Committee and she says the most heavily armed militia in America demands that people uh, get vaccinated. So I guess they just walk around, they find somebody who won't get vaccinated and they say either it's this needle in your arm or this bullet in your chest. Ooh, that sounds horrible. Wow. Tucker, uh, your thoughts? This is the anarchist group that's for vax mandates? <laughs> Tell me how that works. Is that, is that in the anarchist catechism? Vax yeah. mandates? Well, first off, they're not anarchists. Uh, uh, Antifa, it's an ideology, not an organization. They're anti-fascists. There's no official organization, Tucker, that fights fascists other than maybe the army my dad served in during World War II to wipe out Hitler and Mussolini. And I'm pretty sure my dad, who was a, you know, Antifa, I'm pretty sure he and his buddies weren't anarchists when they were killing Hitler and Mussolini. But I guess a fascist like yourself, Tucker, would consider anything short of Hitler or Mussolini anarchism. Someone like Tucker Carlson, who doesn't believe in free and open elections, who has supported every authoritarian on the planet, from Viktor Orban to Bolsonaro to Donald Trump, someone like Tucker Carlson would consider anything short of one-party rule anarchism. Please continue, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, Tell us who Antifa is. They defend the drag queens targeting our children with drag queen story time. Ooh, that's horrible. Everyone is slobbering over today's latest mass shooting. But Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene knows what the real threats are to the homeland because she sits on Homeland Security. She knows what the real dangers are out there. She knows when a mother drops her seven-year-old off at school, that mom's not worried about an AR-15 blowing her daughter to smithereens. That mom, no. She's not worried about guns. She's worried about the real dangers out there. Drag queens breaking into our classrooms and reading Goodnight Moon. You never recover from that. From a child, they wake up, when they're 50, they wake up screaming with PTSD from a drag queen reading them Goodnight Moon when they were seven and eight. 
So Marjorie Taylor Greene, who sits on our House Homeland Security Committee, I feel so, I feel like the homeland is so safe. Thanks to you on the watchtower. Uh, what are you going to do to protect our children, Congresswoman? Well, it's time to do something about Antifa, and that's why I'm going to introduce legislation to declare Antifa domestic terrorist. Ooh, that's serious. Tucker, you're a serious journalist. Do you have a follow-up question? <laughs> Tell me how that works. Yeah, see, he he can't believe that. He knows this is all be He's just, he can't believe how much money he's making and that people believe this crap. That's a great, great question. Uh, you admitted you knew very little about Antifa, and now you're getting to ask the important questions. Uh, Congresswoman, tell them how it works. Enough of Antifa. We've, we've had it with them, and it's time to do something about it. Enough with Antifa. Interesting. You're introducing legislation, and, and you say enough with Antifa. I feel I've learned so much. Uh, so you're saying uh, there's something we need to do about it. Uh, Tucker, follow up? <laughs> He gets so much money doing this. It's great. That's a, a probing question. Uh, Congresswoman, tell him how it works. I think, honestly, America is sick and tired of Antifa. Yes, that's a that's real. Yeah. Try. Uh, see, Tucker, uh, you're asking good questions. <laughs> mm. He's got so much money. He cannot believe that anybody believes this crap. Uh, I just want to try something with Tucker, if you don't mind. Uh, Tucker, uh, let me just let me just try something. Uh, there's a disease that Jews get and only Jews. It's called Tay-Sachs disease. <laughs> OK, that, that's OK. I just want just want to see if this works. Uh, there's also a disease that only black people get. It's called Tay-Sachs disease. No, I'm sorry. Sickle cell anemia. <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, let me just try another one. Uh, AIDS. <laughs> okay, that's uh, just last one. Just, just, just let me try one more. Uh, childhood malnutrition. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, he's having a great time cashing those checks. Marjorie Taylor Greene. What else should we know about Antifa? Just from 2020, they're responsible for nearly $2 billion in damage and many people dead. Wow. $2 billion worth of damage back in 2020 during the George Floyd protests and many people dead. Thank you for being so uh, specific. Uh, Tucker, do you uh, want to do a follow up question? That's quite a charge against Antifa. Do you have a follow up? <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, let me uh, thank you, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Tucker, would you like to hear some actual reporting on Antifa? Because uh, I know you keep saying that Antifa was behind the protests in 2020 uh, that led to all the violence that we saw, when in fact every re reliable report says that Antifa or Black Lives Matter, for that matter, you're constantly calling Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization, but I have tons of stories and reports that, that show that Black Lives Matter 
had nothing to do with the violence, that it was the police and it was Asian provocateurs, that Black Lives Matter, Matter and Antifa had nothing to do with the violence that we saw in uh, 2020. For example, here's a story uh, from 2020 uh, from the Washington Post, and it says, this summer's Black Lives Matter protesters were overwhelmingly peaceful, our research finds. And then they go on to say that police and uh, counter-protesters started uh, a lot of the violence. Would you like me to read you that story? <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, you know, all right. There's another story from the uh, Washington Post. This is also from uh, tw 2020. Uh, it says, uh, police turn more aggressive against protesters and bystanders, bystanders alike adding to disorder. It's a great story. The Washington Post back in 2020 did some reporting that says the statistics show that Black Lives Matter and Antifa had nothing, zero, to do with any of the violence, that most of it was caused by aggressive police officers showing up and agent provocateurs. There's another story from the New York Times. Uh, you know, you asked the New York Times to do some reporting on Antifa. Well, they did reporting on Antifa. This was back in 2020. And the New York Times said Antifa <laughs> doesn't exist and that they weren't responsible for any of the, the violence during the George Floyd protests. This is an article from the New York Times that reads, in city after city, police mishandled Black Lives Matter protests. Inquiries into law enforcement's handling of the George Floyd protests last summer found insufficient training and militarized responses, a widespread failure in policing nationwide. Would you like me to read you that story? <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> oh. OK, uh, you know. There, there's some great reporting that's been done by, uh, by the Associated Press, which I know you trust. Everybody trusts uh, the Associated Press. And the, the headline is, as Donald Trump, this is from 2020, as Donald Trump blames Antifa, protest records show scant evidence. Isn't that amazing? Like the Washington Post... The Associated Press, the New York Times, the New York Times, who you asked to do some reporting on Antifa, they all say there is no evidence that Antifa or Black Lives Matter had anything to do with the looting or the violence that we saw in 2020. Would you like me to read you that article? Up yours. Okay, uh, I'll take that as a no. You know, there's also a, a meme uh, that... Uh, that uh, that Antifa was involved uh, from day one uh, with the George Floyd uh, protests. From day one, that was something you said. And I have an article from The Nation magazine that's entitled, The FBI Finds No Intel. That's short for intelligence. Uh, intelligence means, well, <laughs> why am I telling you that? 
the headline is the FBI finds no intel indicating Antifa involvement in Sunday's violence. Uh, this is written by Clint Clipperdstein from The Nation, and it was in 2020, right after George Floyd was brutally beaten and killed. Uh, and the headline goes on to say, Trump wants to designate Antifa a terrorist organization despite lack of evidence of any wrongdoing. Would you like me to read you that article from The Nation magazine? Up yours. Okay, all right, okay. You know, there's a meme that uh, you might be interested in uh, about, uh, it's not a meme, this is another story from Insider. Now, Business Insider, you, you would trust them. This is from Business Insider. And uh, this is also from 2020. Headline reads, let me read this to you. FBI has no intelligence indicating Antifa was linked to weekend violence in the George Floyd protests, despite Trump and Republicans' claims. You see, it's just a lie. Antifa is a lie. It doesn't exist. Can I read you this story? Up yours. Okay. All right. Uh, here. Now, the, the head of the FBI, I know you have a problem with the FBI because they're trying to lock up all your friends, but, you know, you claim to be pro-law and order. You just like the local police when they're killing unarmed black men. But, you know, the FBI who goes after, you know, white-collar criminals, you know, your friends, you don't trust the FBI. But the FBI director back in 2020 said what I said earlier, that Antifa isn't an organization. The, the head of the FBI said it's not an organization, it's an ideology. There is no such thing as Antifa as an organization. It's just a belief system. Would you like to hear what the head of the FBI said two years ago? Up yours. Okay, I'll take that as a no. Here's another story from the Associated Press. I'll Stay with me, Tucker. I'll read this to you. The FBI director, this is what he said about the 2020 protests. The FBI director said racially motivated violent extremists such as white supremacists, you know, your friends, Tucker, they have been responsible for the most lethal attacks in the United States in recent years. But this year, 2020, the most lethal violence has come from anti-government activists, such as anarchists and militia types, not Black Lives Matter and... Uh, not Antifa. No. This is some serious reporting that the Associated Press has done. It's the truth. It's inconvenient for liars like you, Tucker Carlson. But I'm going to read this to my audience. They should know this. This is from 2020. This is about Antifa. This is about the violence, okay? This is the Associated Press. The Associated Press analyzed court records, employment histories, social media posts, and other sources of information for 217 people 
arrested last weekend in Minneapolis and the District of Columbia, two cities at the epicenter of the protests across the United States. So this was written right after George Floyd was brutally murdered by Derek Chauvin, who's now in prison. And there were protesters, right? Do you remember the protests in 2020? And some, there were, there were fires, right? And this is what the Associated Press discovered. Rather, I'm quoting, rather than outside agitators, you know, like Antifa or BLM, more than 85% of those arrested by police were local residents. Of those charged with such offenses as curfew violations, rioting, and failure to obey law enforcement, only a handful appeared to have any affiliation with organized groups. Those charged with more serious offenses related to looting and property destruction, such as arson, burglary, and theft, often had past criminal records. But they, too, were overwhelmingly local residents taking advantage of the chaos. What the Associated Press is saying, they weren't bringing in buses. Antifa and BLM weren't bringing in buses of protesters to riot and loot. You know, the way Bolsonaro's supporters on January 8th brought in buses so looters could riot and loot the same way Stop the Steal people provided buses on January 6th so insurrectionists could riot and loot. There were no buses. There were nobody from BLM or Antifa. There's nobody bringing in busloads of rioters and looters the way your side, the way the Stop the Steal people do. Millions of dollars on the Stop the Steal rally for January 6th. Busloads of armed insurrectionists. Who paid for that? Who paid for that? Read the January 6th report. Have you read the January 6th report? Up yours. Okay. All right. Well, January 6th is kind of interesting, Tucker, uh, because there has been a a lie that you and Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and Fox News have spread. You have said that January 6th, they weren't Trump supporters. They were agent provocateurs. They were Antifa dressed as Trump supporters to make Trump look bad. This is from Reuters. Would you like me to read this article? It came out right uh, around January 6, 2021, right after the insurrection. From Reuters, no evidence U.S. Capitol rioters belong to Antifa, according to FBI Chief Ray during his testimony. Would you like me to read you that story from Reuters? That's a British news gathering organization. (laughs) No, thanks. (laughs) Okay, there are some other stories about that. But, you know, I think, Tucker, that you're violent. And I think Fox News 
loves violence and I think they promote violence. I think the right wing loves violence and I don't think the left does. And that is disturbing. It's embarrassing to Republicans. And let me tell you about PNAS. PNAS, it's not what you think it is. Uh, I'm not talking about your PNAS, which obviously has uh, some issues. Uh, PNAS is the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. It's a peer-reviewed journal from the National Academy of Sciences. So, you know, uh, what's the truth? Eh, You can trust PNAS. Uh, (laughs) Trust PNAS. Bad name for an organization, but it's uh, the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. And they are a legitimate... uh, science group. You know, uh, I guess you wouldn't read uh, their work because they believe that climate change is man-made. So, you know, you wouldn't be familiar with PNAS. Uh, But this is what they uh, wrote. It's an interesting article. It's entitled, A Comparison of Political Violence by Left-Wing, Right-Wing, and is and Islamic extremists in the United States and the world. Would you like uh, me to read you some excerpts from this study of who is more likely to be violent? Do you think it's members of the left wing or do you think it's members of your side, the right wing that's stockpiling 340 million weapons and, uh, hates everybody. Who do you think is more violent? What what do you think? Do you think people on, you know, they've done studies now. Would you like to know uh, who is more, I mean, the statistics show that it's the right wing that's more violent, but would you like uh, me to read you this uh, piece from Pinas? (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to read you uh, just a paragraph from PNAS, <laughs> and this is a study uh, comparing left-wing versus right-wing extremism, okay? And they include uh, Islamic extremism. We'll leave that out because it's not germane to the conversation. So, of these three ideologies, left-wing, right-wing, and uh, extreme uh, Islamic Uh, thought. Of these three ideologies, most prior research has contrasted those committed to right-wing and left-wing causes. Much of this research suggests that compared to left-wing extremists, right-wing extremists may be more likely to engage in politically motivated violence. In comparison to left-wing supporters, Right-wing individuals are more often characterized by closed-mindedness and dogmatism and a heightened need for order, structure, and cognitive closure. Because such characteristics have been found to increase in-group bias and lead to greater out-group hostility, you know, racism, homophobia, violence for a cause may be more likely among proponents of right-wing ideologies. Uh, 
in contrast, in comparison to their right-wing counterparts, left-wing individuals score higher on openness to new experiences, cognitive complexity, and tolerance of uncertainty. They are all also likely, less likely to support social dominance, which could lead to their overall lower likelihood to use violence against adversaries. Wow. Wow. That's the truth, Tucker. That is, that is the absolute truth. That is the absolute, absolute truth. Up yours. Yeah, that's, uh, I get it. I understand, uh, I understand that response from you. Uh, <clears throat> you know, Tucker, you have millions of dollars. You have millions of people watching you. You don't need any more money. You know you're spreading lies that are getting people killed. Don't you want to feel better about yourself? Uh, wouldn't you like to do some real reporting about things that actually matter? You know, like the environment, income inequality, getting Americans the food, education, and health care they deserve. Don't you want self-respect and a clear conscience? <laughs> Tell me how that works. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll see everybody at office hours Friday night at 6 p.m., not 8 p.m. Please show up. I would appreciate it. I'd like to meet my listeners. I make myself available to all my listeners uh, in the comments section below and uh, also at office hours. We have a growing community. You really have to check out office hours. If you want to talk to me almost in person through Zoom, I'm there starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. And all you need to do is get the Zoom link by going to my website or subscribing to my newsletter. I'm there from 6 to 6.30, this magnificent community of intellectuals and miscreants takes over. Then I'll be back at 8 till about 9.30. We watch episodes of The Twilight Zone and then discuss it. We watch Star Trek. I think we're going to start watching Columbo. We have documentaries. It's one of the most incredible experiences you can have without leaving your home. And if you turn your video off, you can do it in your underwear. Uh, I guess that covers everything, right? I'm David Feldman reminding you to stay strong and protect the weak.